Go Commanders! <laughs> What's going on, sports fans? It's your boy Josh Williams back again with another episode of the American Fan 365 podcast. I am a little bit under the weather, but I'm going to we're, we're going to flu game this thing. I'm here with Miss Rosine, the front row. Row, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, what do you mean flu? You're, you're going to keep six feet, so we got we got a nice little buffer. So I think you'll be fine. I'm good. I'm excited that Super Bowl is almost here. Super Bowl week. Super Bowl week. And and, and we have we have a guest. We have a guest. It's not Peyton Barber. And I'm so excited <laughs> about this particular guest who is a longtime friend of mine. Yes. A long time. I didn't realize that you guys have been friends 20 years. So 20 that's, years. That's pretty cool. Go ahead and introduce him. So one of my favorite people in the world uh, is joining us today, Gabe Hunterton, and he is an absolute expert in all things sports related, especially betting. I mean, I rarely go to people for advice on what and when to bet. Uh, Gabe's really the only person I'll take advice from. But yes, he is joining us today. Gabe, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to have you here. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Definitely, definitely. And, and Gabe, so just jumping into betting off the bat, should we not be taking five and six teamers? Like, give me your thoughts on that, just, just because I, I'm now realizing you're, you're the aficionado. I mean, with, with five and six teamers, you, you can bet five and six teamers. You can light money on fire. They're essentially the same thing. If you like fire, you could just skip to the fire. But, yeah, I, I would probably want to skip the five and six teamers. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Gabe, well, remember when I hit an eight-game parlay? I do. I had an eight-game parlay last year. I remember when you hit that too. That yeah, was, that was nice. That was nice. That was my one time I hit it, and never again. And it is lighting money on fire. I mean, sometimes I, I will say sometimes the the I won't say the casinos get it wrong, but you might like I'll look at it. And I'm like I see it a certain way, and you know you can actually do it. But yeah, I've I've always heard that three teamers are like. Like, that's where the money is in terms of parlays if you do well. So th there's actually a, you can, there's a math, there's a, uh, a very clear delineator in the math. If you can, if you can pick above about 53%, two-team and three-team parlays actually produce a significantly better return. Mm. But, you, but you have to be able to consistently do 53% and you have to stomach a lot of volatility. Yeah, yeah. We still got to bring Parlay P in. He's, he's, uh, he's our resident better, but love it. Thank you so much for being here. Um, definitely want to jump right into it. George, can you please start the 60-minute clock? You're, you're, you're yes. already slacking on your pimping. I am, um, man. Damn, man. <laughs> Damn. Clock's on. It's no all overtime right. today. It's all right. No overtime. We, we, we're already over time. Uh, but in NBA news, we've got to start with the NBA before we get to, uh, to the NFL um, and Super Bowl week. Kyrie Irving traded from the, the I was going to say the New Jersey Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, to the Dallas Mavericks for Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, also going in the deal is uh, Dorian Finney-Smith and Markeith Morris is moving on from Brooklyn to uh, Dallas as well. Uh, first and second round pick in, in 2029. So we're talking about, like, we're going to be old. Uh, <laughs> and, Who's and, we? Uh, well, I, I will. Uh, and in uh, 2027 second round pick, I just have two questions for both of you. Can this work? And do you think they will resign Kyrie, the Mavericks? Yes, because I feel like uh, Mark Cuban and Kyrie are on the same wavelength. I, I never felt like Kyrie felt at home with the Brooklyn Nets. That organization is like most of them. I'm not going to say that they're the only one, but it's very corporate 
Mm. Um, it, it, it's it's ran in a very corporate mindset. Josai. Josai yeah, owns. Thousand yes, and Josai owns uh, a few other teams as well. I I have tremendous respect for him. I will tell you though, the corporate mindset with somebody like Kyrie. Uh, doesn't will, will never work. Doesn't mesh. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like Mark Cuban gets Kyrie, and they know each other personally anyway. It's not like Mark Cuban is going on a blind date with somebody um, that he doesn't know anything about. They're friends. They know each other. They they share a lot of worldviews, which is so important in the success of Kyrie. So if if Kyrie is having uh, he, it, let's say there's some volatility in some place of the world and it's affecting Kyrie. Mark Cuban understands it. And I think Kyrie just needs to feel understood and he's much more productive. You can't ever, uh, you know, discount Kyrie's skill set. No. He, when Kyrie's on, Kyrie's on. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, he's still a top 10 player in the league. Um, uh, Gabe, Gabe, what, what do you think in terms of can it work? I mean, I agree with Ro. When Kyrie's on, which unfortunately in the last four years is 47% of the time, <laughs> he's a phenomenal basketball player. Yeah. My, my concern, I, personally, I don't like it. Um, and here's why. Kyrie left Cleveland because he wants it to be his team. Mm-hmm. Kyrie left Boston because Boston yeah. he wants it to be his team. Yep. Wanted out of Brooklyn because he wants it to be his team. Yeah. And he just went to Luka Doncic's team. Yeah. It's never going to be his team. That's and, interesting. I, knew, I didn't think about it that way. I, I, well, I think for me, I'll say this. Can it work? Both of them, you know, when you speak of Luka and then you speak of Kyrie, they're both very ball-dominant guards. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I'll say this. It can work from a standpoint of now you've given them a third scoring option because, you know, Christian Wood, one of my guys that I coached out here at Finley Prep, uh, alongside Luka, both of them can, you know, can put up numbers. You add another person, another piece – um, Kyrie isn't, uh, you know, a defensive dynamo, but he's not a liability either. He will, he will play defense. Um, it gives them another option. And, um, you know, in a, in a battered West, you know, when you look at the Clippers, the Clippers have been hurt. The Warriors have been going through, you know, some injuries this year. Um, I would say that it, it definitely makes them a little bit more dynamic. It definitely also hurts Luca's uh, MVP race. I'll say that for sure. Cause his points and assists are going to go down. Um, but, uh, for me, I think, I think it can work. Um, but I understand where you're coming from in terms of, uh, you know, just, just him wanting it to be his team. I, and he's hit that age now where unless you go to shoot, I don't know the magic, like <laughs> it's not going to be your team. And that's mm-hmm. probably gonna be Paulo Ben, uh, Ben Carroll's team at that point. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you think they will resign him Ro? Mm-hmm. You think they'll resign? I do. Uh, Kyrie has a lot to play for. Kyrie, and now, unfortunately, his reputation has taken a hit for the reasons that Gabe mentioned. I mean, you go from team to team. Um, And that's the same unfortunate part of uh, LeBron's legacy, even though he's verging on the cusp of being the all-time points leader. That has tarnished his reputation. It's tarnished Harden's reputation. Mm. Because if you're not happy here, you're not happy here, you're not happy here, you're not happy here, you're the common denominator now, right? A thousand percent. So he had, and and I think Kyrie's very cognizant of it. So he will, I think he's going to do extremely well. I think there isn't going to be a a contest between him and Luca. I think Luca overall has asserted alpha for a very long time on that team. I think Kyrie's just going to know his place, really. And I think he's going to do it well enough to where he does get re-signed next season. But that's when, 
you know, I mean, just like Chris Rock said, for the first six months, you're dating somebody's representative, right? <laughs> Until you get to know them. Yeah, yeah. And, and so they're going to be, he, you know, it's going to be Kyrie's representative for the rest of the season. And the re, how real this is and how well he meshes with the Mavs will show next season, not this season. No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, did you have anything to add on it, Gabe? I mean, I, I, I agree. If, if you trade for him, you have to sign him. You, you can't franchise tag him next year. You're just going to get, by definition, an unhappy Kyrie. Like, yeah. if you're going to make the deal, you have to go all the way in. Can you keep Kyrie, Kyrie happy and contributing for four years? That's an uphill battle. They, they can only, <laughs> yeah. So they can only re-sign him uh, to a two-year uh, two extension up until June 30th. So they essentially have to let him get into free agency a little bit, uh, which is which is fishing with dynamite a little bit in the NBA today. Um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. You know, it, uh, Mark Cuban will spend money, you know, back to your point as far as Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban will always attempt to make a run. If he's given an opportunity, and they essentially gave up a bag of, a bag of magical beans. They didn't give up anything. They gave up Spencer Dinwiddie. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Spencer Dinwiddie already got traded from Brooklyn. He's not a scrub, though. He's not a scrub. No, 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 no. He's not a scrub, but is he Kyrie Irving? Does he have a shoe? Does he? Have, you know what I mean? Like he's um, a, he's a solid piece, but he also can be a malcontent himself. He was a malcontent in Washington when he mm -hmm. was on my team. Um, you know what I mean? So it's not like you're getting back this prize. You're getting future picks, which may or may so not. So you're be saying anything. he got traded for a carton of Marlboro Reds? That's it, and a bag of magical beans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on from the, moving on from the NBA, we're going to talk about the NHL because honestly, the best part of this weekend was Ovi, Ovi, and Crosby on a line. It obviously wasn't the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl was a tragedy. Come to the life. Pro Bowl was the fire festival of Pro Bowls this year. It, it, it was. It was a. It, it was. It Honestly, I was waiting for pin the tail on the donkey. It That's was, what you posted about. It that. was awful. I mean, we're catching water balloons. Like, what are we? What are we? What are we doing? Like, and like it at was, that point, just kill it. Just kill it. It looked like it's a dead week. It looked like the week before the committee, the Pro Bowl committee, was like, <laughs> you know, no idea is a bad idea. No idea. You know, how about <laughs> we put a trampoline on the side of the field? And we'll play music, and then we can have a petting zoo. Yeah, let's do that. That's <laughs> like, exactly what it felt like. I like, was like, what the hell am I watching? Bro, the fact that Stefan Diggs is running through smoke and jumping on a trampoline while possibly blindfolded was so... We don't care about ACLs. Like, like, was, like is, he, is, he, is he a certified dude to do this? Like, I understand he's an athlete, but like... I don't know. I didn't need to see Adam Schefter jump on a trampoline to catch any balls, okay? And also, <laughs> it was, like, forced on us. It was, like, the equate version of any game. I, I was watching it thinking, now, if I ran even a 2% chance of getting injured due to this bullshit, yeah. I would be mad. No, seriously. Ser like, honestly, it was... When I saw that, it was like, that's... That's more dangerous than them getting hit to me because they don't do, you know what I mean? Try, running full tilt and jumping on a trampoline, you think it's easy because those dudes that do the wait, dunking wait, in halftime. Let, let's make talk it about easy? what they were probably doing the week before and the night before in Vegas. I mean, I bet you half of them had glitter on them at um, some, I I'm mean. So <laughs> You're so <laughs> yeah, right. You're young, right. I'm not But they're I'm not young, virile it. football players. I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to come here and go to mass? They were. 
I'm not going to tell you what my, my my Friday night was. That's the reason why I'm probably sick now. Oops. Ew. Yeah, sorry. It's too much proximity. Patient zero. Too much, too much proximity to too many shady, shady folks. Well, anyway, so that's what they were doing too. So it's like, okay, so you have them. I mean, I'm assuming so. I'm not, I don't know for a fact. However, you're in Vegas, you're young, virile. Most of them are good looking, not, not all of them. Uh, and you're in Vegas for Pro Bowl weekend. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to go out. So I know that they were like half in the bag, probably some of them. And that with what if I trip and break my ankle? I don't know. What's the point? Gabe made a great point. He's like, what's why even have a Pro Bowl at this point? I mean, you, you risk injury and it's not even fun. The best part for me was the Eli Payton banter. Oh, and watching CMC play dodgeball. That really made me happy. <laughs> and I got to see Ed McCaffrey, too. Oh my! You, you, it, was, it, was, it was a great. It was, it was a great Gary day. Gary Sanders and his dad. Great day had by all. Uh, Gabe, did you see the uh, the Ovechkin um, clip? Did I did not. No. Oh, Ro, did you see it? I didn't see it yet. Oh my! All right, George has it queued up. I know that he's back there working hard on it. But I'll set the stage. So Ovechkin and his bitter rival. You know, we hate Sidney Crosby in the DC part of the world. Um, they actually did a oh, trick shot. And they did it together, and Ovechkin ended up calling out his son. I'll let I'll let the footage play for itself. What's that? We need one more signature on this one, I think. One more signature from who? Oh, Sergey! Sergey! Little Ovi, Ovi with wobbly legs. Sergey, you ready? I think you should, I think you guys should take him in and score a nice little goal. What do you guys think? So Sergey is four. He is a huge hit in, you know, on my team's fan base. He's already tapping the ice for the puck. He's ready. Oh, gives some sauce and gets the goal. Aww. So they actually, so they won this competition because they brought out the ringer. They brought out Ovi Jr. It wasn't fair. The cuteness, the cuteness kills it. Yeah, that's like, you know, what are you going to do? Not let the kid get a goal. It's like setting a puppy on fire. Literally, what? <laughs> So, but it is like the breakaway competition. It was really cool. So, I mean, it was it was also, you know, when we talk about it, it was also, uh, you can kill it, George. It was also um, All-Star Weekend for uh, the NHL this mm -hmm. weekend. So, it was it was great. You know what I mean? I, I, I haven't been watching as much lately, especially since they've kind of gone to such a weird format with the three-on-three. -three and Did you watch it, Gabe? I watched uh, some of the skill stuff on the beach, which, which was fun. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm generally, as we were talking about, like, with the Pro Bowl, the game is the least fun part of anything. Like, like I love Major League Baseball weekend. Yeah. But what I love is the home run derby, the guys have their kids on the field. Like, that's just fun. And remember last year, like, all the players and their kids were taking pictures with Albert Pujols. Everyone yeah. knew it was his last. Like, that, that's the emotional connection. Look, they're all stars. We don't need to see them play anymore. They don't want to play. We don't want to see them play. Let, let them do fun stuff. You don't. You don't. You don't like the game anymore. I, well, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. I I loved the game when the players cared about the game. Mm -hmm. I don't know now with the money being so separating. Because remember, back in the eighties, nineties, these guys weren't getting money. So an extra fifty grand, an extra hundred grand is like mm -hmm. we playing. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? But now it's like, what's another hundred grand? It doesn't yeah. really do anything for me. Um, 
I don't know. I I, I do. I, I mean, I didn't like it when um, when baseball was going to like the this game matters and the winner of the All Star game now gets home field advantage in the in the World Series. Like that was that was doing too much. Mm-hmm. But um, but I I do miss you know the Pro Bowl, Sean Taylor laying out Brian Mormon and oh, yeah. and you know and then the the NBA All Star game. You know, players really caring and locking down and um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Gabe, do you remember All Star Weekend here? NBA All-Star Weekend here? Oh. No, I, I was in China. I heard about it. I, I had moved to you, China. You had moved already? Yes. Wow. Ro and I will be discussing uh, more about a documentary that I'm putting together on the 2007 All-Star Weekend. Oh. I was, okay, I'll, I'll give you a preview. So I worked, so this is, this is right before I moved to Massachusetts. Um, I, I ran the autograph session at NBA Jam Session, which was at Mandalay Bay. And uh, so I was in charge of all the, we, we had probably about 10, 15,000 people come through the autograph line every day of, uh, of the weekend. And um, our first breakout session after, you know, it's like eight, nine o'clock at night. I'd been there since seven. We get back upstairs to the, uh, to the hotel room and like, oh, great day. You know, we had 125,000 people come through, you know, uh, jam session today. Um, and two people got shot in the, in the parking, lot, parking garage in Mandalay Bay. And we're like, whoa, 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 what? What is going on? Like, they didn't say nothing, nothing, you know, nothing was relayed to, to the staff until the breakout session. So I'm like, hold on, man. That My is, life was that in danger. That weekend was wild. It was wild. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see that coming back into town uh, ever again. Did you see that the county commission, uh, I, I believe they signed uh, the proposal for F1 to be in Vegas for the next 10 years? The, well, week, be- the week before November. Uh, I'm sorry, the week before Thanksgiving every year. So this is what really pisses me off, though. They showed the construction progress of the risers, and it's almost completed. Meanwhile, there's been construction on St. Rose Parkway and Cactus now for three fucking years. (laughs) How? No, no, let's not even talk about St. Rose and Cactus. We could talk about the north end with uh, (laughs) over by by Ann Road. I don't go there. Listen. Before COVID, during COVID, after COVID, I just drove over the flyover like last week and was like, oh my, wait a minute. Oh, we're still not done. But it's like progress. Progress is made. The, it, it's, it, I, I just started laughing because I was watching it on the news. I'm like, holy shit, it's almost completed. <laughs> Meanwhile. They can, listen, Vegas, they can build whatever they want when they want to. Whenever it's like, oh, we don't have to, they will drag their feet mm-hmm. until you wouldn't believe. But I've seen them throw up a house in like eight days mm-hmm. <laughs> if they really, really want to. I think T-Mobile Arena was done, was finished in less time than a pothole that needed to be fixed on St. Rose and Eastern. <laughs> a thousand percent. I, I was just going to say, I think they built T-Mobile over the weekend. Yeah, like, like, I, I swear, I, I drove by and I'm like, oh my God, that's a gorgeous building. I, bar- I barely even remember that thing being built and that's how fast it was. Yeah. Like, Allegiant it was- Stadium too. Uh, no, Allegiant, Allegiant, I remember the process. Like I remember like, oh, okay, they've put up the walls. Oh, okay. <laughs> They've ca- you know, they've they've capped off the you know the dome. Every week there was like, a noticeable difference, though. No, you you definitely could see the progress. Like there was there was yeah. consistent progress on that project for sure. The sphere I feel is taking a a long time. Mm-hmm. That one that one is taking a little bit. Well, of time. it's intricate. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. I mean, it's supposed to be the the greatest sounding system ever. So when you say that, you have to back it up, right? I mean, I don't like it when there's like grand openings for resorts. And everything is so rushed that half of it is like construction tape. 
Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It, uh, I, I didn't realize that. Uh, so when I flew into L.A. out in Burbank, they have like a small sphere and um, they're bringing all the different people that are going to have residencies to perform in this small sphere so they can get used to the acoustics and also just the, uh, the, the shape of the building and everything. They have like a little mini sphere. Out I just the, care out, about football. Out by the airport. I, I apologize. Um, all right. <laughs> so UFC, last thing. UFC, Derek Lewis goes down again and again. Uh, six takedowns in round one alone uh, by Sergey Spivak. Uh, or he submits him by rear naked choke. First round. I think this is it. I saw it live. It was sad to be a part of. We went to uh, we went to uh, me, Ode Osborne, um, and then uh, one of Jamal's uh, business partners. We went to uh, the Apex, and it was it was a bad card, but it was tragic to watch. It was really sad. I'm not sad. I missed it. it you, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Do you do you watch any uh, any UFC game? I, I didn't watch this weekend, but from time to time, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Derek Lewis. You know he had lost so much weight and has been really looking good. And he looked like trash. Yeah. Like he, he was 0 for 3 in any strikes. And that was literally his entire fight. The other dude completely mauled him. It was bad. Did you hear about that angry little elf? Um, what's his bucket? Connor McGregor. Oh, yeah. Like he's, he's, can you imagine him coaching you or him being a train? Like, I think he's done it before. Actually, I, I just can't imagine it. Uh, no, you know what? I'll say this, um, from a motivational standpoint, in terms of getting a young guy to another point, um, as long as he's not super arrogant about it and like, oh, this is, but like, he has a story, like he has an amazing story of how he got out of. I, uh, I can't uh, take any man that throws a drink at another man seriously. I'm shoot. sorry. I can I take a man it. that throws a dolly through a daggone bus window. Do you know how heavy a dolly is like that? Like literally, when that happened, He's my such an that angry was little man. He he might be angry, but that was probably one of the most <laughs> impressive feats of strength I'd ever seen. Like he literally picked up a dolly and threw it with force to go through a, a window on a, on a C- bus. Congrats. Uh, anyway, she doesn't like him. Connor's still my guy. I've just I've known Roe for way too long because as soon as you said angry little elf, I'm like she's definitely talking about <laughs> Connor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got 37 minutes. We're gonna talk about NFL the rest of the way. Super Bowl week is here. I don't know if I can say that, so I'm gonna say the Andy Reid Bowl is here or the Kelsey, the Bowl. Kelsey Bowl is here. Chiefs versus Eagles. We're going to be taking our picks, um, but I want to start with uh, the keys to victory. Um, I'll go over to Gabe first. Gabe, what do you think the keys keys to victory are for the Chiefs? I think think the the Chiefs have to react to what's probably going to be a high-blitzing Philly defense, uh, which I think they're perfectly positioned to do. And on the other side of the ball, uh, the Chiefs have to collapse the pocket the same way they did against the Bengals. And I think if, if they can do that and get Hurts rushing, I think, I think that those are the keys on both sides. Mm. Ro, what about you for the Chiefs? I think the Chiefs just have to make sure they don't, because what happens with the Chiefs is they make little mistakes in big games. Mm. Um, I think time management's gonna be a really big issue. Uh, and I'll tell you why, because these two teams are so strategized in every 
little thing will matter. Um, I think the Kansas City secondary needs to shape. It needs to tighten up a little bit. I think that they got to be ready to, for for uh, constant pass rushes. They've just got to block the run. Um, the the way the Eagles can run the ball, the way they throw and they pass, and it's an explosive pass rush. It, it got they did it to the Giants in the first drive. They scored on the Giants in the first drive, doing that, and on their second drive, doing that. Uh, and it is also how they uh, they won this last game. Uh, if Kansas City can block the run, which I think they can, um, that's going to be how Kansas City wins. Also, what Kansas City has going for them is the Eagles aren't familiar with playing them that much. No, no, that's fair. That's fair. They're, they're There's not, a little bit of elements of surprise to it as well. 1,000%. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they have Andy Reid. Andy Reid knows organizationally what the, uh, you know, what really, what Philly does, what they don't do, what they haven't done historically. Yeah. Um, because any stadium that has a jail underneath it, like they, I'm so they, I'm so done with they you. don't change. <laughs> well, all right. So this, this is how I feel about it. Um, I think this game is really going to come down to Kansas city's defense. The only way Kansas city wins this game is if they a get off the field and B they figure out a way you said, as you said, collapse the pocket. It has to be more than, um, than, than Chris. He, he can't be – Chris Jones can't be doing this as a one-man crew. It's got to be the whole team. Spagnola has to, you know, draw up a lot of great stuff. But the secondary for the Chiefs, God bless them, if they look like trash like they did in this Bengals game, they're going to get – they're going to be in trouble. Because the Eagles' defense is – and we'll talk about the Eagles as well. The Eagles' defense is as solid as – the you know as solid as their offense. Both sides of the ball. It, it, Philly is a frightening team to play. Yeah. They the, the sheer. You know what? Uh, okay. I hate that they beat the 49ers, but I'll tell you why I kind of vindicated a Giants fan because it wasn't. I mean, they the Giants got outplayed, but it seemed like. The Giants didn't know what they were doing. No, Philly's just that good. And we saw them against the 49ers. They're just that good. Yes, they were on their fourth quarterback. I know. I get it. <laughs> um, and a quarterback. They were on their throw. emergency quarterback at that point. I wanted to see CMC throw, though. I, I was pissed that he didn't. But um, Philly's that good. They're a frightening yeah. team to go up against. They're, they're on both sides of the ball. They're uh, And you know what? I hate to say this, but I really like Nick Sirianni. I think no, he's, I, don't, I don't care for him. He's, I, I mean, he's, he's Eagles. I, 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 well, I listen, I, I hate, I, I hate the Eagles. I can't, I can't cheer for him. Like when it was, uh, uh, okay, we got, we got some, got some, got some tuning. KC wins twenty one seventeen. That's that's gonna be a defensive struggle. That's a, that's interesting. That's an interesting line. I'm taking. K I think it's gonna be thirty four thirty seven KC. Thirty four thirty seven. Do you have a Do you have a a, a score? I've got like thirty five twenty KC. Oh, I, I actually think they'll pull away. Oh, I don't like. I, don't I like, hope so. I don't like that we're all taking the Chiefs. I'm going 27 to 24. Why? Why? We all took Philly last time, and they I, oh, we and all took Kansas City last week. I know, and, 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 and we and I was nervous. Is I was I was, I was nervous, nervous too, but I I want to see them beat Philly so bad. I think most of the the country does. Uh, I you know I, I'll say this. It definitely has a little bit more love. 
excuse me, they their their last their last Super Bowl run, run when they uh, when they beat the Patriots, they had a lot more love going into that one just because they had never won, and the Patriots were by well, and large still hated it. Yeah, I don't want to see Tom Brady win. Shoot, I I did. I didn't want. I didn't want the Eagles. I I, lo- I loved having that over Eagles fans because every time they got too amped up, it was like, "How many Super Bowls have y'all won?" Right. Oh, okay. I know. I know. But I can I d- still do it. But now it's like, well, our team won recently, and your team hasn't won since you was a baby. Like, all right, that's true. I have to back up now. <laughs> I got to back up. So, right. it is what <laughs> that it is. is. That is true. <laughs> it is what it is. But still, I mean, it always warms my heart to see Dallas lose in the first round. <laughs> My dark little heart. No, no. Okay, so the uh, that the so okay. Ro posted a um, a meme of the uh, the weather balloon that was from China. Or it wasn't weather, a weather balloon. weather balloon that was from China, um, and uh, they, they, they were like, we finally we finally found out what the message was on the side of the balloon, and you had to zoom in real tight on the story, and it said. What did it say? It said we were just wondering if you're still them boys. Yeah, <laughs> I had so many cowboy fans hit me up on on uh, on on Instagram, and I was like, "Wow, you really took the time to zoom in on this picture to figure out that it was about you." <laughs> I appreciate that. I, <laughs> so. Yeah, I I love that we're all taking Casey. I I want to see them win. I want to see Andy Reid win. I mean, listen. I, Patrick Mahomes, w- once you get a second ring, it put, I mean, he's already. All bets are off. Uh, yeah. It puts you in a different category altogether. I don't, you, now you pull away as a, as an athlete, right? Yeah. Um, what I would love to see more than anything is for Aaron Rodgers to go away too. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I mean, for me, uh, so, so we can talk quickly about, you know, what we feel like the keys are for the Eagles. For me, I think the Eagles just have to just literally stay the course. They've they've done a great job both on you know offense and defense, um, offensively in terms of their run pass option game. Uh, they showed last week versus the Niners that Jalen Hurts can have a subpar game. Yeah, and still win. I, I was um, w- that defense was great, and they still you know what I mean obviously the other side couldn't do anything, but. They still had to contend with that defense, and they still dropped 30 on them. So. Gabe, was I talking to you about this? I said Jalen Hurts didn't have a spectacular game, but that's just how good your team is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're not relying on – like, to me, when the Rams won the Super Bowl, it was because of Aaron Donald. I mean, but if you didn't have him, he's a difference maker, right? You can't have a team that's not balanced. And the Eagles show me a perfectly balanced team. They're, they're – uh, I think what they're going to do is they're going to try to shake Mahomes very quickly, very early. Mm. Because remember, we're, we're still thinking about is his ankle, is his high ankle sprain going to affect his game? I don't think it is. Um, but it's also a mental thing, right? It's it, Let's say physically, I mean, he's fine. I mean, he can get through it. There's a mental component because when you see somebody coming at you that, you know, can – sack you and potentially now you're worried about this and so you're prone to make mistakes so i think what the eagles are going to do is they're going to try to shake him very quickly uh make immediately. him use his mobility for sure immediately just to see just to gauge i think they're going to make him run to to, 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 take to test a look. it you got to yeah. test it gabe uh, what do you think the keys are for the eagles if they're going to uh, get a victory i think if the eagles are going to win it's going to mean they jumped out ahead um, mm. Early, in fact, you guys actually I think talked about it last week. It's, yeah, they're a really tough team to catch they're from behind. They're a great yeah. 
front runner. Yes. But when they get into wars, they buckle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think that also is going to come down to coaching as well. Andy Reid has been in wars. That's mm-hmm. not a problem. This this particular Chiefs team, they just were in a war last week. The the Eagles haven't done wars. And anytime they get into close games, by and large, they've, they've lost them outside of, I think, was it the Texans? Where the Texans barely lost because they were trying to lose. Mm-hmm. But they had them on the ropes and they showed the blueprint. So I don't think that the the Chiefs have that kind of a game. You know what I mean? I don't because I don't think Clyde Edwards Edwards Hilaire is back yet. I still don't think he's gonna Mm-mm. play. Mm-mm. Um, so if he's not gonna play, they don't have that power running where mm-hmm. they can just kind of grind on them. Um, but we'll see. Uh, to your point, Roe, in terms of quarterbacks, uh, quarterbacks with multiple victories in the Super Bowl. Um, let's see. We got Eli Manning starting with Eli, Jim Plunkett, Bart Starr. Ben Roethlisberger, Bob Greasy, Troy Aikman with three, Peyton Manning, Roger Staubach, and then uh, John Elway. Uh, with more than three are Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw, and then, of course, Tom Brady. So the list is very, very light. You know what I mean? When you start talking, you know, because Aaron Rodgers, we, we talk and about Aaron, quarterbacks at this time. Isn't it funny how people, like, they, they put Rodgers on a pedestal, but – He's not in that category. No, he's he only won one. He he won. He has one. Right. He only been to one. So That's right. You know what I mean? He has one. Um, uh, Drew Favre Brees, only has one. Drew, but he went to two. He went to two. Only he has went one. Back to back, lost. Um, Drew Brees went to one, won it. You know, so for Patrick Mahomes, this is his third. This is his third Super Bowl run now. Um, in four years as a starter, I feel like. I feel like he's only missed it one time, and mm-hmm. that time they still went to the conference championship. I think Patty Mahomes is going to uh, retire with at least three rings. At least three, okay. Yeah. Uh, I can see that. I mean, we'll see. If he can get this one, I think he can get to probably maybe four or five, depending on how long Andy decides to coach two. I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, I don't know how much longer Andy going to want to coach. Mm-hmm. Well, what does he have to prove? I mean – Belichick is a different animal. Oh, what? I, I don't. I, I don't think there's a singular topic that Gabe and I talk about more than trying to dissect the psyche of Bill Belichick. Um, Bill Belichick does it because he loves the smell of blood in the water. <laughs> Belichick is a savant. He's a coaching savant, and Gabe made a great point. And I, I never even thought about it this way. He said Brady is a physical savant. Belichick is a mental savant with what he does. And, you know, Bill Belichick will do it until you pull that clipboard out of his cold, clammy hands. <laughs> uh, and he doesn't have anything to prove either. No. Belichick just wants to beat the dog shit out of you. Six and he titles. Has, That's crazy. And he has grudges. Belichick yeah. holds those grudges, too. So there's a part of me that loves seeing the cranky old man in him. I mean, listen, and as a Giants fan... I'll always have love for Bill Belichick. Eight rings. Eight Two rings. of them as a giant. Two as a giant, six as the head coach of the Patriots. That's I th- insane. I think Andy Reid has a couple more years left in him. But, I, I, again, I think if he wins, it, it's a couple. I think if he doesn't win, maybe it's four max. But I th- think he loves it. I think you're right. I think he loves it. Um, but, I mean, think about Patrick Mahomes is, what, 26, 27? Mm-hmm. So he theoretically still has a lot of time if he wishes to play. Um, I just I don't know how it'll go after Andy's done. So that's that's my only thought for him. And you think about coaches. I mean, it, it's interesting the coaching carousel, right? Because well, let me ask let me ask both of you this question, and I'll start with you, Gabe. Can you see Belichick coaching another team? 
Probably not. I, I think he's got complete control in New England, yeah. which is what he wants. Um, I do think, like, if for some reason, I think he, if he got kicked out of New England, Belichick would find some way to go compete at football somewhere else. I, I think, which is, as you said, we've talked about this. I think Belichick loves outsmarting people. Yeah, loves it. He lives for it. He loves playing the chess game. I think he's entertaining himself more <laughs> yeah, than anything so, else. He's like a yeah. cat with a ball of yarn, like yeah. totally. <laughs> yeah. You know, like literally every year at the draft, he's like, oh, okay, I'll take three third rounders for a first rounder. And then midseason, he's like, oh, that guy didn't work out. I'm really sorry. Boy, we liked him. <laughs> he's like 100 for 100. <laughs> That's too funny. I mean, the, the guy coached the Super Bowl. With a cutoff, you, a poncho. You, you know, somebody said to him, "They're like, hey, coach, um, is, that, is that what you're wearing today, coach?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, "Yes, <laughs> this is exactly what I'm wearing today." And him and Robert Kraft are just so closely intertwined in their lives. Um, but we were talking about if you really know football, like really, like people that know football, like we do, and Georgie. Well. It just it just because yeah, of Georgie's yeah. age that yeah. you're not in this category that I'm about to talk about. But oh, okay. like I like <laughs> I love learn like, just learning about like the 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 Landry tree, the the Landry yeah. coaching tree, the uh, you know the Cof- Wash tree. Yes, Coughlin Parcells. Like it's all so intertwined, it and it's fascinating. Bel- Belichick is kind of the godfather. Him and Parcells of it all, and. Uh, I respect him tremendously. I love to see a competitive Bill Belichick in an excite, even if it's like a nothing game, just because he has a grudge against somebody, it, it brings my heart joy. And he's very unapologetic about the shit that he pulls too. Like, like benching, <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know like, that was like, against like, the rules. <laughs> like, be, like benching Malcolm <laughs> Butler to this day. It's like one of those things where he did it to, he, just like when Mikey gets in trouble. And this one time I asked him why he did what he did. He goes, I did it because I did it. Like, I know I did it. You know I did it. Just leave it alone. <laughs> why, are we, why are we still talking about this? Mom, I did it. Let's I did it because I did it. And on. Bill Belichick does it because he does it. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Um, can you see him coaching anywhere else? No. No. Um, I, I, think, I think he goes, like, I'll say this. Now that he's coached without Brady, I've. I don't see him going anywhere else. I don't think that he, I, I think his time's going to be up soon. Uh, whether he, uh, it's going to be a forcible removal. Oh. Because I don't think players relate to him. It's not the Coach Coughlin era anymore. It's not, you are at practice at 6 a.m. sharp. Because there's less and less and less players that just don't do that. I mean, it's, it, I'm not going to be like the get off my lawn lady, but I will tell you that it was like that. Now it's not like that. And coaches are realizing you've got to let your players be themselves to get the best of them on field. Coach Belichick, because look at Tom Brady's personality in New England versus when he became Florida man. He was actually fun. Well, well, I think in, in a little bit of that, uh, you know, I know we've talked about this. I, we have too many conversations. I never can remember if it's on air or off. Um, but I know we've talked about this in the past where it was like towards the end of the run in New England, it started to peel back the layers more and more. Like he had fun with Gronk. Like, you know, the you know, when they when they went back to the to the Super Bowl and they, they piped in the ditty, we ain't going nowhere. Like just little stuff. They started to have more and more fun and they showed different sides of themselves. Um, but yeah, I mean, Tom Brady's talked about this. Other New England Patriots have talked about this in terms of just the grind, the constant like 
snarkiness where you're like constantly like kind of a shell of who you are. Um, it's similar to Popovich. I think I think that you just have to you have to pick your type of players. If you pick players that can be molded and that want to win and that will do whatever it takes to win, they're still willing to do that. You know what I mean? But if you pick players that, you know, are a little bit more on the side of I'm going to do it my way, it's not going to work have, and it's going to be harder. Have you ever seen Mac Jones's face when the camera pans over to him? <laughs> He's... Anytime I think of Mac Jones, I just think of that sad walkout uh, for the draft where he's like walking. He's just. <laughs> he's so miserable. Like, why do you walk like that, bro? Like, is this how you naturally walk? And he's, wait he's just so unhappy. <laughs> he, has, he has no no swag at all. He's so unhappy. He's swag deficit. All right. Can we, are we going <laughs> to yes, get yes, into yes. prop bets? Bets we like. So Roe uh, Ro has a list. I've got a couple crazy prop bets that I saw that I, I thought were pretty interesting. Um, but Ro, I'll let, let I'll, you lead this one. Okay, I'll start off with, with the fun stuff, then we can get into, like, technical bets. All right. Uh, so do, did you find out who's singing the national anthem? I told you it's stapled in something. Hold on. I'll, go ahead. Go ahead and talk. I'll, I'll pull it up. Okay, coin toss. I always go heads. Gotta be. Really? It's tails never fails. Really? Yeah. Tail has failed. Tails has failed. <laughs> Nine out of ten years, Tails has failed. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, okay, Gatorade color. Red. Ooh. It's got to, no, because here's why. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think somebody on the Chiefs sideline is going to say, wouldn't it be cool if we dump red Gatorade on, on, Andy. on Coach Andy? I think it should be blue. Really? I yeah. was going to say blue. Because blue is just it's 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 the it's the drink of champions. Well, you know, so there is there is something I read that said, or no, I forgot who told me this. Actually, no, I did read this somewhere. It's what Gatorade color was thrown on the coach for the conference championship win, and more than likely, it's that color. And I forgot what color. Um, oh. But I, I I don't know. I just. Feel, I feel like it's going to be blue. I don't know. There's something in, inside of me that tells me it's going to be blue. Okay. Chris Stapleton is who's singing the national anthem. I don't so know who that is. He's he's a he's a uh, apparently a big country star. Um, as I was telling you before the show, uh, I was watching something and they were saying that 90% of the time when country music people are singing, it tends to go over. Um, the two minutes, I think five seconds is what the uh, the over under is. Um, but this gentleman actually has a habit of singing fast. So take the under, possibly. And nine out of the last ten Super Bowls, uh, the national anthem has also gone under two minutes, five seconds. Who's calling the okay. Super Bowl? It's, uh, it's Fox. So it's Troy and uh, oh, Jesus Troy Christ. And Joe Buck. <laughs> okay, how many times is Troy Aikman going to say dynasty? <laughs> at, least, at least four. At least four. Over, oh. under, over under three and a half, I'm going four. So here's an over under. Troy Aikman says dynasty. Or Trey Aikman points out that he would have handled the previous play better than the guys on the field would have. Oh my God, that's a great drinking game. You will be black. You die. You'll be, be blackout drunk. You'd be done. He love. I just between him, between between Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, it's like it's it, it's an it's a it's like a audio. It's like an oral. By the way, I, I this is breaking. I just want to. 
be factually correct. It's going to be Greg Olson and Kevin Burkhart. Yes, thank replacing you. Joe Buck and Trey. Thank you. Yes, because oh, yes, wow. they're Monday Night Football now. I, I literally just yeah, thought of that because I was I was saying to myself, where is Tom Brady going to be doing um, his uh, – He's because he's he's now going to be media. Did you mm-hmm. did he signed you, that ten year deal? Ten year, three hundred fifty seven million dollars. Yeah, yeah. So it's but so he's he's going to be the new face for Fox for Fox football. So yeah, shout out to Greg Olson. I see you, Canes. Go ahead, go ahead and throw it right. and get 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 some love out there. Okay, so how okay? How many players are going to be in the stands watching Rihanna, or like in the like because Rihanna's doing halftime. Yeah. So a lot of play because generally the players aren't allowed to like watch, but they have been wanting to get permission to watch Rihanna. Zero. 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 I say two. Yeah, no zero. If you're out, listen. Those Eagles players aren't that smart. If you're out, if you're out on the field in the midst of halftime and getting adjustments and trying to get locked in to go watch Rihanna or Rihanna, how Rihanna? No, I think I think it's Rihanna. The the girls pronounced it right at the at the Grammys or whatever, and everybody was up in arms. Like she said her name right. It's, it's Riri. Fair. Okay, <laughs> how many commercials will have a horse in them? A lot. I say three. Two, two max. You never, yeah. Because it's Budweiser. Budweiser is the only Budweiser only one I'm yeah. thinking about. So it's like I go two, and that's max. How many commercials will have a dog in them? A dog, see that's dangerous. Not the featured point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, there was a dog in that one. Yeah. Like, dang it, come on now. Five. It's got to be a lot. Dogs are pretty safe. It's fair. Yeah, and there's a visceral connection that you have when, you, like, towards the, you know, just a companion type of like mind frame. Like, you're very like, oh, they're about my needs. No, fuck this company. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so let's get into like the technical stuff. Uh, first of all, we're all taking Kansas City. We know that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, MVP. Travis Kelsey. I think if you're going to get away from the quarterbacks, I like Chris Jones. Six, 60 oh, to wow. 1. Wow. I like Chris Jones too. I, I don't know why. I just have a feeling. I think it's based on when he sacked Burrow last week. And Burrow threw up his arms like a nine-year-old and kind of like yelled <laughs> uncle and literally just sat down. I was like, that's a scary man. Because Joe, Joe Burrow's not soft. At all. No. Yeah, yeah. At and, all. and Burrow was like, please don't hurt me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most gentle sack in the history of the NFL playoffs. Uh, yeah, no, it, I, think, I think for me it's, it's Kelsey. Um, if it's not Mahomes, obviously Mahomes is like, Probably like three to one if, if we're going to start mm-hmm. talking MVPs. But if it doesn't go Mahomes, um, I think Travis Kelsey gets two touchdowns, has probably like 120 yards. Um, and, uh, and yeah, well, maybe one of the touchdowns is like the touchdown to send them ahead mm-hmm. in, in the game. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's probably Kelsey. Okay. Will Pat Mahomes throw for over 300 yards? Yes, but I'm not. I'm not happy about it. Yes, I also say yes because I think they're going to really struggle to run the ball. Yeah, and I, and I think even if they get ahead, they're going to have to keep throwing um, because I just don't think even if they're starting to do clock management, they're still going to be throwing short passes. I think they're going to, like we talked about, they're really going to struggle to run against the Eagles uh, yeah. D line. Yeah. 
How many, okay, how many touchdowns will the Chiefs score? Three. Because I said 27, so I see two field goals, three touchdowns. That's the game. And Gabe, what, what, what was the score you gave us? You said 30. I said 35. 20. 20. Yeah. So I, I would say four, four touchdowns. Will there be a safety? No. I don't think there will be, but you have to bet. That. I it's always throw money fun. on the safety. Yeah. It's too much fun. It is. Yeah. No. No, there's, I mean, safeties are so rare at this point. You know what I mean? Um, no. No. No, I, yeah, that's that. When you talk about setting money on fire, that's always one where I'm like, that ain't mm -hmm. happening. Yeah, I'll leave it alone. Mm -hmm. If I am, it's gonna be like two dollars mm -hmm. just to say I bet it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. God, I have, I have so many. I'm like, I, which one to go with? Okay. Uh, with the Eagles, will how many times will Jalen Hurts get sacked? Four. Four. Who scored the first touchdown for Philly? For Philly, I'll go Miles Sanders. I would have said Devontae Smith. That's fair. I'm too. going with Miles Sanders. That's fair, too. Because, uh, I mean, A.J. Brown is, is an easy pick. Um, but, I, I mean, like I said, I just pray that <laughs> the Chiefs secondary does something. Uh, Anything. So who do you think is going to score first for KC? That's hard. Because that's that's so equal opportunity over there that mm. you never, ever know. Because especially if they get down to the goal line, they do one of those like fluky, like, you know, shuffle pass things, mm. and it's one of their big people. You never know. With them, you never know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch that. I think it's going to be Kelsey. I like Kelsey for a touchdown. Like, actually, I don't even think that's a prop bet. That's like, will the sun rise tomorrow? <laughs> right. Um, I think he'll score first. Though. I just don't know if he's going to score first. Yeah. I like, um, there's a bet, more than two players to attempt to pass. Oh, that's interesting. I, I like it because it's fun. I mean, first of all, you have a chance if either quarterback gets injured, you, you get a free win. Plus, you get to root for crazy trick plays. Sure, sure. Like yeah. I, I could absolutely see Travis Kelsey throwing a touchdown pass. And, Antoine Randall to Heinz uh, Ward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I got you. Uh, oh, okay. How many interceptions will Philly throw? Oh, who do you think will throw the first interception? Gabe, do you remember that I bet this when the uh, when the Pats played the Rams and I bet Brady? Were no, you, were you right? <laughs> yes. Oh, AJ, uh, breaking news, AJ Green uh, just retired. He did? Yeah. I saw AJ and I thought it said Brown. I was like, <laughs> right before the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call I'm it like, a day. I'm like, yeah, that's going to be a st some, some stories about so, to break out of that. <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie Irving called him and was like, are you sure you want to play, man? Is this where this you a, feel like you should be? It's the greatest game of your life. Are the, like, how's the vibe there? Is it not good? <laughs> um, so who's going to throw the first interception? Which quarterback will throw the first interception? I, I, I'm hoping for a clean game. That's not what I asked. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't see it. I, don't, I think Patty Mahomes will throw the first interception. I would have said Hurts. Okay. Are you going to throw money on it? No. Mm -mm. no. I, I, I wouldn't bet on either one of them to throw an interception, but I, I could see a tip ball. 
Yeah, so Hertz is so good with the ball right now. That that and see, and that's what I'm saying. I, I yeah, I, I feel I feel like it's it, like that one is is tighter. But uh, to your point, Patrick Mahomes will make a mistake. He will give you opportunities. And see, that, that was the difference that we talked about this between him and Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is so less prone to making mistakes. Like, it's, he actually plays really well. You know what? No. If it's a tight game, Jalen Hurts will throw a pick. If it's tight. 1,000%. If it's, if it's a tight game, Jalen Hurts will throw a pick. Now, if the Eagles get out, the Eagles are fly, Eagles fly. The game already is kind of over. He's not throwing a pick. But mm -hmm. if that game is tight... Um, they forced the ball, like, cause he he did it a couple times last week, like where it was like that was a bad ball. Like he will if 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 they're not loose and their plays are like working like clockwork, they he does have a propensity to uh, to, to to throw mistakes. Essentially. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so I have one more, and then Gabe, I want to know what what fun prop bets you've either heard of or or will make. Okay, what quarterback will have more rushing yards? Huh. I think Patrick Mahomes. I think it's got to be Hurts because yeah. I think Mahomes is still hurt to a degree. Yeah, like Mahomes. Remember, Mahomes didn't run until he had to get four yards last week. I don't like think he they're, didn't run. they're not. But that but you see, aha! This is why they're not expecting him to run. I think that he is going to be mobile. Uh, I think he's mobile, but like, because remember last 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 game he looked good until he threw that one pass where he was rolling left and he had to plant his foot a certain way mm -hmm. um i think that he's he's going to be far better than he was going into the Bengals game because he's had two weeks of treatment on it versus just you know nine days or eight days i think the kc secondary um, is going to be on jalen uh, on jalen hurts's neck i don't think that they're going to let him move so that i mean i, I think it's going to be patty mahomes I think Jalen Hurts gets more rushing yards just because he is a featured portion of their run, run package. I think I think I think Patty Mahomes is going to be like, you know what? It's one more fucking game. <laughs> I'm going to give it all I fucking can that's and then fair. relax mm -hmm. for the next four months. So that's so fair. that's it. Gabe, do you have any favorite bets? Um, well, so like for the fun ones, I have this one actually has some math behind it. It's um, let's see, Mahomes' first rush versus how many goals the Knights score that day. Okay, okay. The Knights have scored two or less goals in, I think, five of their last six games. And I think because Mahomes, I think, is hurt, I think he's going to run selectively. They're not going to quarterback sneak him, which they haven't done since he hurt his knee years ago. Mm. So you're not going to – That's right. On fourth and one, they, they almost never sneak him. Uh, they'll sometimes have Kelsey come in and do it. Um, so I think when he does run – It'll be it'll be probably like a man-to-man -man play, and he sees every every he sees the, sees the backs of all backs the D backs, of, yeah. and he just takes off, and he's like, "If you're gonna give me twelve yards, I'll take twelve yards." That's fair. You have any more? Let's see. Um, oh, Ro, do you want to do the one the uh, Ovechkin one? Oh, I, I had one of Ovechkin as well. That's funny. Let Josh do it. He loves hockey. Uh, <laughs> uh, who has more? Who has more? Juju Smith-Schuster with catches. Or Ovechkin and shots on goal. Um, I think that is going to be Juju. Because Ovechkin at this point in his career, he doesn't really have those seven, eight, you know, shots on goal like he used to when he was younger. He's a lot more selective with his shots. 
Um, I think he, you know, that day he'll probably end up with, because I think we're playing the uh, the Bruins, so that's going to be a hard game anyway. Mm-hmm. I think he only has maybe three or four shots on goal. I think that Juju will have about five or six catches. This is his, this is his first time on a Super Bowl stage. I feel like he will do his best to make an impact. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'd go with Juju too. Yeah. I agree. Juju's only had... I want to say like his last four games are all two catches or less. Yeah. But two of those games, their playoff position was secure. So okay. they, they weren't. And, and one of those games was in the snow against the Bengals. Fair. So I, I don't think those, <laughs> I don't think those are indicative yet. He's come a long way from Corvette Corvette. Remember? Has he? <laughs> he has. Remember when he did the there's, little there's gonna dumb be a new TikTok. Corvette, Corvette TikTok on the Browns yeah. uh, logo. And then they ended up getting oh, hammered. God. <laughs> all I, this is all I'm asking for all UKC fans. Please stay away from Rocky. Please do not put your jersey on Rocky. Please <laughs> leave him alone. He's, he's, he's bad luck for the other side. Um, I had one more. Uh, the Lakers Golden State point total or Jalen Hurts passing yards for the game? Point total. Yeah. That's that's yeah, what that I that was right. that's what I was thinking too because I don't I don't see Jalen going for three hundred yards. No, I don't. So, yeah, I mean, I think I think because it's just passing. If it said total yardage, I might start to lean more Jalen. Mm-hmm. But but if it's just passing yards, um, I, I think I think Golden State Lakers probably. Yeah, he's been with a pa- he's he's he loves handing the and he does it well. He hands the ball off really well, really quickly. Yeah. But yeah, it's point total. Yeah. All right, so go KC. I'm we'll excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I, I'm I'm excited to see. I always I always love the the Super Bowl commercials. What okay? What uh, before we get out? What's your all time Super Bowl commercial? Oh, it's the um, the kid from Role Models and the Doritos commercial, and I can't even remember the plot of the commercial. That was a terrible story I just told. Oh no! Which uh, what you yeah. said the kid from Role Models? R- remember the movie Role Models? Yeah, where they got they got court appointed to yes, foster yes, two yes, kids. Yes, yes, yes. Which it was the kid. Yeah, it, it, it was the same kid. Not the one where he slapped his mama, where he said, "Don't be touching my Doritos." Yes, Don't yes, touch yes. My... That's not the same. That's kid. not the same. No, kid. that's just another black kid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take a long time oh, to recover. No. From that. <laughs> Game, no. Thank you, guys. I was like, I was like, no, that's not the same kid. It's just a little black kid. Thank you, guys, yes, very I, much for having me. It's been wonderful knowing both of you. We do not all look alike, Gabe. Um, but uh, <laughs> Ro, what do you have? What's your favorite Super Bowl commercial? Um, gosh, I don't know. It's been a lot. That is a good one, though. I'm not gonna lie. That one is really good. Probably when Michael Jordan played Bugs Bunny. Oh, that one was good. That I like that one. Was was the was the Jordan? It was it was Hair Jordan. Remember? Yeah, that was the Hair Jordan year. Was that was Jordan. that was during that was during the the Cowboys run. There was, there's a commercial that I saw, but they're replaying like the best commercials. And there is one where Farrah Fawcett like threw a pie in Joe Namath's face, or like put like cream. It was like a Noxzema commercial. I and I'd never seen it before, and I'm like. That's very tongue-in-cheek. I like it. <laughs> they I've don't got, have commercials like that anymore. I, I, I will say, okay, so I'm old. <laughs> we're, we're all getting old. I, I love the Bud Bowl. Do you remember the Bud Bowls mm-hmm. where it used to be the, the, um, the, the Budweiser beer? And yes. Would, mm-hmm. I love the Bud Bowl. And then um, I love, do you remember Terry Crews' office linebacker when mm-hmm. he was, like, running through and, like, just slamming people into walls and stuff? 
Do you remember those? You don't remember Terry Crews off his linebacker? Not Terry Crews. Uh, I forget. It was it was another it was another, another black, black man. Guy. It was another black guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wasn't Terry Crews. It was uh, <laughs> I think his name was Terry something. No, actually, no. I know what my fucking favorite commercial was. I already told you about it, but it came up during a different topic. It is the um, the Avis Rent a Car commercial where it was uh, it was in New York. And like the guys are like, uh, the two of the employees are holding Yankees mugs and they're like, oh, did you watch last night's game? Forget about it. Oh, forget it. Did you see it? And then in walks their supervisor with a a chubby bald guy. He's like, guys, I'd like to introduce you to Dale. This is his first day. And the guy goes, Hey, I'm wicked psyched to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty good. That was pretty good. And they both looked up. That is by far my favorite commercial. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe the podcast. Also, we are on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. We're, we're everywhere. Um, and also, do not forget to sign up for the Michael Jordan Rookie Card Giveaway. Still doing that. Would love to get some more support on that. Uh, we'll be giving that away on Jordan's birthday, February 17th. So that's a Friday, I believe. So stay tuned to that as well. And as always, stay locked to the podcast. And Gabe, thank you so much for joining us today. We loved having you. Hopefully this will be a regular thing. Thank you guys so much for having me. I had a great time. Loved having you, Gabe, even though you're a little racist. We'll let it ride. <laughs> you leave Gabe alone. Gabe's not Absolutely racist. love it. Absolutely love it. See you guys next time. Bye. Take care.